You know, it's been a long time since I have really just talked about the purpose of this podcast, and that is to encourage and inspire those who have dyslexia, especially those who are adults. I've been spending a lot of time just working on some devotional, some very short devotional thoughts to just get your day started and prayerfully and hopefully it brightens your day. I just come back from a trip and I spent some time with family. It was great. I enjoyed it. I needed it. It was a retreat. It refreshed me. And it also encouraged me to really give some more depth and thought to where I would like to take this podcast. One of the things that I decided was, you know, we we use words like, you know, being authentic, being ourselves, being real. And I started thinking about, I would like to take that deeper for myself. I would like to cast off all of the pretenses, all of the norms, all of those expectations we we take from other people and we seek to incorporate them into our daily experience. So I'm going to do a series and I'm going to be honest with do not know how long this series is going to last. It could be just for today. It could be a month. I don't know. I just want to go with the flow. I just want the Holy Spirit to just let me flow in and out of it. You know, that ebb and flow experience we we really long to have with the Lord to just let him be God in our life. So this series is going to be called Rambling because that's what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) I'm just going to ramble. I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to share. I do not have a script. I do not have notes. Well, I do have a few things jotted down, but the likelihood of me really following that is not high. I thought I probably do need to keep something just to kind of keep me on track. But I just want to talk today. I just want to talk this moment. I just want to enter into this moment. I don't know how long I'm going to do this today. But I just want to talk. I just want to share what's on my heart. You know, when I was diagnosed with a learning disability years ago, and I've shared this before, I initially became angry because no one stopped to investigate, to inquire, to assess, to evaluate why I wasn't learning anything. But then I have to remember, not that this is as an excuse, but that was back in the 1970s and 80s. Well, 1970, because I I graduated in, in the 1970s era. And the law for education really was just getting off the ground. And it, and if I probably go back and do some research, there wasn't a lot of focus on people with learning disabilities so much as it was for people that had developmental disabilities. Maybe that sounds like an excuse, but even though the laws were not in place, come on, any teacher would have known and picked up on the fact that I was not learning. Now, what they would have done about that, you know, is up for grabs. But I did. I spent a lot of time being angry about that because I should never have graduated from high school. As I shared with you before, my first year in college is a total blur. I do not remember anything, and I certainly didn't learn anything. But it wasn't until I gave my life to the Lord and started walking with Him that I started really investigating and intentionally, uh, in uh, what's the word I want to use? I started 
um, oh my goodness, the word escapes me. I started putting a lot of effort in. There's a word that will not come to my mind. It is the perfect word. I'm determined to use it. <laughs> I'm determined that it's going to come up. I started investing. Yes, I started investing in myself, in my educational experience, in my journey with this thing called dyslexia. I started investing. And to be quite honest with you, I haven't stopped. And it has taken on different faces and there's been an ebb and flow. There's been a stop and a start. There's been changing directions. But I have never stopped, through the grace of God, I have never stopped investing in myself. So what I want to just throw out there to you today, if you are not investing in yourself, start. And the perfect place to start investing in yourself is on your knees before the Lord. Because he already has a plan for you. I think many of us are afraid to invest in ourselves because of our learning disability. We just don't realize how far we can go with it. We shortchange ourselves all the time. We tell ourselves, we listen to the enemy who tells us that this learning disability is a barrier, is a hindrance. It renders us almost impotent to do what God has called us to do. Now think this through with me. If the Lord already has a plan for us, we read about that in Jeremiah, the first chapter. He, he formed us in the womb. We go to Psalms 139. He even knows our thoughts are far off. We read that in John 3.16, a very famous scripture, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will have life. We read in John 10, he wants us to have an abundant life. So what's stopping us? When he formed us in the womb, he knew that we would have this learning disability. He allowed it. No, it wasn't his perfect plan for us, but neither was his perfect plan for Eve to pick that fruit and eat it. So I believe, this is my belief, I believe even while he was allowing us to be knit in the womb and he saw that and knew that we would have this learning disability, he still has a plan for us. He, he instilled that need, that drive, that desire in us. And he knew if and when we turned to him and, and started investing in ourselves, investing in our relationship with him intentionally, whatever that plan is, he would make sure that we succeeded. Now, one of the things I have learned is that the very thing that he has given us to do will be our greatest challenge. But it will also be our greatest reward. It will also be the very thing he uses to prune us. We read in John 15 where it says, If we abide in the word, the word abides in us. But it also says that those who are growing in Christ is like a tree, like a, a, a flower or a bush, some type of plant. In order to, to ensure its health and its growth, pruning must take place and the more he prunes just like with any type of tree the better the fruit the better the production and that's what he's doing with us and that is what this gift he gives us this purpose he gives us in life to do will do for us i find it quite odd and interesting and sometimes funny sometimes challenging sometimes annoying <laughs> but always great that the lord put in me and i did not see this coming the Lord put in me 
a love for his word, a love to tell the stories in his word, and also a love to write for him. I did not see that coming. If someone had told me when I was in grade school, when I was in high school, even when I was in college, you're going to write for the Lord, I would have laughed at them and told them to leave me alone. But that's exactly what he has done. Now, do I report to say that I'm a great writer? No. However, by the sheer will <laughs> of everything that's in me, I let God be great in my writing. Because my prayer is always this. No matter what you give me to say, let your power attend it. And those who read it be empowered by your presence in what you give me to write. And that's what I do. And I think when we, no, I know when we take those gifts that God has given to us. Because, uh, not Samuel, it's in, it's in Second Samuel, and I'll have to get the uh, chapter for you. But it's in Second Samuel where David is talking and he is preparing is it David or Solomon? One of the two. I'll have to get it for you. Where he's preparing to build this temple. And he says, you know, we give thee but thine own. Whatever gifts may be. What that says to me is, the Lord created this world. And everything in this world he created. Which means everything in the world he owns. Whatever I think I possess. Whatever I think or call own. But when I use that word, I own this and I own that. It's, it's, it's a word that we should really strike out of our vocabulary. The only thing we own is, is the sin that we do. Everything else is God's. So what I do is I learn to say the writing I do, the strength I do it in, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the books I write, the podcasts, they belong to God. I am a steward of that which belongs to God. This talent he has given me belongs to God. I accept it as a gift to be used for his glory. It all belongs to God. Invest in yourself. I can't say that enough. Invest in who God is investing in and that is you. He has so invested in us. I believe this. I'm going to say this and I believe this. That the greatest problem, what stunts our growth, what keeps us from moving forward on a daily basis is we don't on some level in some dark corner in our life experience some place that we may have tucked away we may have not always be cognitively aware of it but some place in us the light of God's love is not shining and therefore we question his love in some area of our life because let me tell you this what I have learned in the last 30 odd years of serving him there's not a page in the word of God there's not a scripture in the word of God that's not bathed in his love for us. And somewhere we are missing it. I honestly believe if we believed that God loves us totally, without measure, without limit, every facet corner of our being, we would march to a different beat. We would move forward without hesitation or reservation. We would not question his care for us. We would not get stuck in certain places. We would move forward. I, I honestly believe that. Now, one of the things that, that struck me as I was away, I was watching this YouTube and the person was singing. And I love the song she was singing. It was really a, it was a theme song to a motion picture that came out last year. And I really love the words of the song. The, the person that was singing the song, she had green hair. And I typically, when I see people with different color hair and 
what what I probably would say this out there just being who they are now this is probably shame on me I used to think huh what are they trying to say what's going on with that person why do they need to put this on display but something interesting happened to me as I was looking at her just listening to how she was really pouring herself into this song now mind you I don't plan to go out and get green hair or blue hair or orange hair that's that's not my thing but I think what I got out of just watching her she looked very comfortable in her green hair it was an expression of her being free to me and I started thinking I believe that we should have restraints that we don't have a right to do whatever we want to do not even with our bodies I believe that the Lord wants us to take care of our bodies not just put anything in our bodies or even on our bodies I still believe that but what this green hair this woman with this green hair said to me that she was not going to adhere to any certain norms no long as it did not violate what she believed and here's a crazy correlation <laughs> I have a personal email address it goes along with my my business of writing well I got a reminder that it was time to pay it's a yearly fee to just have this email address and the reason I got the email address was because I listened to other people say that you have to have your own personal email address because it looks more professional you know people take you more serious yada 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 and I thought you know well, there's a bunch of baloney when I got the notice that it was time for me to pay those $75 which is supposed to set me apart to make me look more professional I thought to myself that's a bunch of baloney now that's what I'm saying to myself you may not agree and that's fine we're all on our different journeys and I thought you know what I don't need to do that I don't need to spend extra money to look professional what makes me who I am is Christ either people would take me and my relationship with Christ serious well, they will not and so I am on my journey to let that I, well basically I decided I wasn't going to renew that subscription to have a professional email address which does not say that I am professional or not it just puts money in somebody's pocket <laughs> now that's the correlation between the, the green hair it, it, I know it may sound weird and you wonder how did I go arrive at that place to say you know I'm not going to renew my subscription to have a professional email address has to do with green hair what it says to me is I'm backing up and I'm also stepping forward and allowing God to set norms for me in order to move this ministry forward now if the Lord was to tell me hope I want you to pay that $75 $72 and keep that email address I will do that but that was not in my spirit to do so it just awakened me the same awakening I received when I wrote my first book and I decided through the Holy Spirit that I would let it stand I am a dyslexic writer and I want that to come through my writing mistakes and all this is who I am if I didn't get the remediation which I did not in school to learn to write well read well spell well I didn't want to pretend I was doing anything different and so that is why my books mistakes and all you can find on Amazon today <laughs> just like this man once said I was listening to this this YouTube and it was people that have dyslexia was talking 
this man he was able to finally graduate from high high school yes and also to college and actually if i remember correctly the school counselor really discouraged him from even going to college but he he went on to college and he did get a degree you know he got married and had children and he said you know i always told my kids c's get degrees that stuck with me because that is so true now i'm not trying to discourage anyone from getting a's and getting on the president list and getting on the dean's list go for it but at the end of the day we will walk away with the same degree <laughs> and i can tell you i honestly believe he put 100 percent in getting that c as much as the other person put 100 percent in getting that a now i do belong to some facebook support groups and i joined those support groups because i wanted to be a part of this dyslexic world i felt rather isolated i don't really know anyone else that has dyslexia and i wanted to become a part of that group you know it's nothing like being in a room where you don't have to explain yourself that people understand although it's a nice group but it's still not meeting a need then i thought why don't you create your own group well i did but i took it down because i knew i wasn't ready and i wouldn't get any hits anyway but i knew i wasn't ready i think i will put it back up eventually well i know i will i, I recognized that i was moving through a process of god needing to do some pruning in me that explains to me why i have not written in a while and even why i haven't had a podcast just talking just sharing in a while when i came back from my trip i recognized that god was ready to move me in a direction towards some things and before i left on the trip i felt stuck i felt you know they call it writer's block i have all these ideas in my head but I was struggling to get them on paper. I was actually struggling to get, even get started. And I know what the Lord wants me to write. I know what he wants me to write about. But I was just stuck. I didn't have the energy. I was not motivated. I would love nothing more than to write two or three books a year. I've not written this year. I have felt guilty about that. I have just sometimes I think about writing and I get a lot of anxiety. I sought permission from God to really explore why. And then I thought, I think maybe I had stopped investing in myself as much as I had been because so much else was going on in my life. And it seemed like other people and other things needed more of my attention than I was actually giving myself. And you know, we do feel guilty about giving ourselves attention. When the Word of God says, love your neighbor as you love yourself, and if we're not loving on ourselves well, our relationships will suffer. Now that's just a fact. So he gave me pause and gave me the permission to kind of step back to start reevaluating where I am, what some of the issues are, and why I had stopped intentionally investing in myself. I'm so thankful he gave me the opportunity to do that. And it's still ongoing. I'm still in the process. And actually this series called Rambling, you will see me talking a lot about the process and where he's taken me and what I'm going through and how it is facilitating me doing the very thing he called me to do at a more deeper, more profound level. At all times, the Lord is reaching out to us to come up higher, to take more of his nature, to allow him to restore his image in us. It may not always look like that and it certainly may not always feel that way, but he's always doing that. 
I'm so thankful for God. I'm so thankful for him being in my life. I'm so thankful that he doesn't give up on us. I'm so thankful he still has a purpose and plan for us. That he drives us sometimes and sometimes he slows us down and sometimes he, he takes some detours and the terrain doesn't look familiar. I once wrote a devotional and I talked about sometimes God does not move the mountain but he does give us strength to climb it and when we get on the top of the, the mountain and we look down in the valley we it's, it's totally breathtaking but we wouldn't have seen it from that perspective if he had moved the trial the mountain God doesn't always move our issues away he doesn't always you know speak to the storm and tell it to be still sometimes he lets us ride it out in the middle of the that hurricane where they say it's peace and calm but the storm is all around us you know sometimes he doesn't remove the illness or the or the disability he lets us ride it out and that's God because he knows what's best for us all the time so I'm gonna close my rambling today with just a word of encouragement invest in yourself ask the Lord to teach you how to invest in yourself and what you will find out that you have really invested in him and as you invest in yourself, part of the investigation is determining his gifts and talents, his purposes and plans for you. And then just follow him. Take him by the hand. See yourself taking him by the hand and follow him wherever he leads. It's not always going to be comfortable and comfortable and comfortable. It's not always going to be pretty and pretty and pretty. But you won't have any regrets at the end of the journey. You will look back and say, I wouldn't have had it any other way. And that's God. He's a loving God. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. He's a precious God. He's a, he's a beautiful God. And he wants the best for us. One of my favorite scriptures, Galatians 2.20 says, and Paul is writing, he says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I love that scripture. You know, daily when I go to the Lord, I say, Lord, I accept you as my substitute and my surety. And I tell the Lord, you know, I'm crucified in you. And I, then I say to him, every victory you won on the cross for me, I accept. And then I say to him, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for loving me enough to come down here the sin riddle world to save a rich like me.